Welcome to Musically Speaking, the podcast with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro, where we discuss all things music, the business of music, and making your mark as an independent artist. We're glad you're here. So let's get this show started. Welcome to another episode of Musically Speaking, the podcast. My name is Lewis. And my name is Pedro. What's going on, brother? What's up? Uh, I, I think we're going to spend some time today and give people kind of the cliff notes of the 2019 Billboard Music Awards. In my opinion, it's it's a good award show along with kind of the American Music Awards. You know, it's, it's fun. People really watch it for the performances. Uh, I think the theme this year was to get uh, some folks to maybe premiere new music and there was some some great medleys going on and I think it's a, always Billboard Music Awards is a good celebration of the, the top charting. Yeah, that's what I like most about it, that it's based off of, you know, actual numbers and charting and figures uh, as opposed to, you know, popularity contests or things of that nature. So that, that's what attracts me to this. Yeah, you, you know, these are winners that obviously have a level of success behind them. And you can't take that away from, let's say, for example, a Grammy winner that probably didn't sell as many copies of a particular album. Exactly. And I think the big story from the Billboard Music Awards was Drake taking the top spot as the biggest Billboard Music Award winner. Tell me about it. How many How many awards did he rack up? It's quite a few. He, he won a bunch, and I don't know the exact numbers, but he's he's been one of the biggest artists in, in Billboard Music Award history since he became a big deal you know since he kind of blew up on the scene uh, anytime that he comes up with something it's sure to be successful on the charts and you know he won top artist which is male or female doesn't matter you're talking about top male artist top billboard 200 artist top 100 artist top billboard 200 i mean the list goes on and on here <laughs> yeah he racked up <laughs> he went a little crazy there but there were some other pretty important winners here that, that i do want to recognize top new artist juice world I thought it was pretty cool rapper, really, really good stuff. Ariana Grande with the Billboard chart achievement, which is voted by the fans. So her fans really, really stepped up there. Of course, BTS, top duo or group. We've been talking a lot about them. Yeah, I think that was uh, that was expected. Yeah, and they also won the Top Social Artist Award. I mean, no surprises there. No surprise. Yeah, makes uh, sense there. You know, Top 100 song, Girls Like You, uh, Maroon 5 uh, featuring Cardi B. I think that song was on the radio like a gazillion times a day. <laughs> Tell me about it. You know what other caught me by surprise was the top touring artist uh, for Ed Sheeran. Uh, yeah, I think I think if my memory serves me correct, it, he made a, a ton of money on that tour. Yeah, playing yeah. huge arenas. Uh, if he wasn't the one of the top, or uh, if he wasn't the top artist in terms of money making, he was he was right up there. Yeah, but look, look, he's in the company of Taylor Swift, Justin Timberlake, Bruno Mars, who's huge, who had a huge year, and Beyonce and Jay-Z, of course. You know, you, those are big top billings. So, yeah, kudos to Ed Sheeran. Yeah, and, you know, Ed Sheeran has appeal to all kinds of artists, young and old. And I think that mm -hmm. that helps, you know, get you to that top spot because for some of these tours, you probably send off your kids to go see Bruno Mars. You're probably not going to join. But people are, you know, a parent might be like, I want to go catch and cheer in too, right? So <laughs> there's there's a lot of that appeal there. One of uh, one of the head scratchers for me was top R&B male artist. And The Weeknd took that. Kind of caught me off guard. I think The Weeknd 
had some good success with the Black Panther soundtrack, but hasn't really had, in my opinion, any any hits since then. And I really consider The Weeknd more pop, commercial R&B. But again, he's, and I guess I'm a little biased because uh, in the company of, of those that were nominated were also Khalid, who I've talked about in a past podcast episode, big fan of his music. And I thought he really was the one holding the torch this past year for R&B music. Yeah, and, and for those who missed out on uh, SNL when Khalid performed, excellent, excellent performance. Yeah, he's he's great, man. You know, I, I think he, there's an opportunity there that he might be one of my top five uh, favorite musical performance of the SNL season. Nice, nice. But uh, really good stuff there. Uh, you know what surprised me about the, the top R&B male artists? Uh, two things kind of surprised me. Uh, one, that only three people were nominated. You couldn't find two other people there? Uh, yeah, and then and the name <laughs> who that third person was. Yeah, and, and, and Extentacion, who had a... What? Guy got murdered, and then on top of that, his music was, in my opinion, considered more rap than R and B. Yeah, maybe sing songy. Yeah. You know, um, I, I he's mean, he's not R and B. I'm sorry, no, he's not. He's not. That's something we totally agree on. There, I don't know what that was all about. You couldn't find, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't find another R and B artist out there. I mean. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Something's fishy up with this uh, category. I don't know what's up with that. That was that was kind of weird. Uh, you know, when we talked about the top selling tour, uh, the top touring artist, Come right? On, you got Beyonce. You got Bruno Mars. You got I mean, those are R and B artists. Yeah, you know, Bruno Mars couldn't be on there. I don't get it. But they have. Uh, I didn't know this before. Well, maybe because I haven't been paying attention. But they had uh, top R and B tour, top rap tour, top rock tour, mm-hmm. and and that was interesting that. Uh, the top R&B tour was Beyonce and Jay-Z, and then the top rap tour was Beyonce and Jay-Z. So I thought that that was... <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> well, that, that sound planned. It sounds like Jay-Z and Beyonce had their uh, had their motives set correctly. Yeah. What they were doing. And, and speaking of, of Beyonce, there's been a little bit of controversy uh, in regards to the Taylor Swift performance, which started off the show... She sang a new song called Me, M-E, exclamation point. And uh, there were, you know, the the thing about social media is people are ready to pounce. And Taylor Swift, along with Beyonce, they have very, very hardcore fans. And Beyonce fans were quick to point out uh, the multiple similarities of Taylor Swift's performance to perhaps the homecoming performance to start off that, that documentary. And the Coachella performance that was from last year. A lot of people were kind of wondering, is is this done on purpose? Are you appropriating? What's going on here? And it, it's just an interesting conversation. I don't know exactly the, the nuance behind it, but uh, people started making some interesting observations in regards to how uh, music that is, uh, or things that are traditionally African-American or mostly done by them has been appropriated by a wider audience right and then they've they've though that white audience or that white artist or whatever has been seen as trailblazing or this is new and fresh right right and i thought that it was interesting that in this age 2019 it's still happening in some sort of way but now it's like exacerbated so uh, it was interesting to see that and of course again taylor swift fans were really quick to defend Taylor Swift. Yeah. I mean, I would say also I, it, performances like this on the Billboard Music Awards are planned, you know, weeks, if not months in advance. I know that, you know, Beyonce just dropped her uh, 
her documentary based on the Coachella performance from last year. Although it was last year, so of course, you know, it was seen, um, but, you know, not on video and not in the public. So, I, you know, I don't know that Taylor Swift's camp, you know, really based their performance that maybe it's a coincidence but nonetheless you know it's still it's still going to raise eyebrows like it did yeah and, and again i think it has a lot to do with the internet really taking things to a level that perhaps it might not have been such a big deal but you're also yeah. talking about two artists with ridiculously rabid fan bases yeah and for sure i think that had something to do with it also taylor swift has always been a person that is always looking to do things differently, reinventing herself whenever she can. And this is a kind of a new stage for her, trying something yeah. new and different. Yeah. And and people were quick to say, well, no, that looks too much like something else. Yeah, I, I get it. In my opinion, I kind of put Taylor Swift a little bit in the same category as Beyonce in, in terms of being trailblazing, in terms of setting new trends, uh, not only in her music, but how she uses social media. Um, I mean, she had the whole deal with DirecTV now as well. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but she she has some exclusive contents on those platforms, uh, similar to what, you know, Beyonce would do. So she's, in my mind, she's a trailblazer. You know, I just think she's had, she hasn't had a hit record um, for, you know, the past maybe six, seven months, almost to a year. So I think that's what she's trying to, uh, as as every artist is, you know, trying to reestablish themselves, reinvent themselves. Yeah, she's one of the few artists that can do that. I mean, there was a time where, you know, you're talking about the Michael Jackson days. He would put out an album and wait five years because he's doing a world tour going to like a gazillion countries. Exactly. exactly. You can't do that in today's age. It's like you literally have to pump something out a lot to keep people in your on your radar, whether it's a remix or a collaboration. Oh, uh, yeah, Taylor Swift yeah. is one of those few artists, along with Beyonce, and maybe a very small number that doesn't have to do that. Well, right. When they're ready, they're going to do whatever they want to do, and it'll 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 go viral. It'll blow up. Yeah, for sure. So uh, again, like you mentioned, there is uh, some similarities there, but at the same time, how truthful can you say that it was pre-planned? Right. Right. Kelly Clarkson was the host, so I, I do want. How does she? Yeah. How does she do? She did very well. This is her her second time hosting, and. She she did a, a really cool medley, kind of a Alicia Key style. If you if you saw the Grammys, I spin in the club, what you have in the bank 
This is the new religion banging Latino gang. Tell me where your love lies. What's the dance tonight? Hey. Underneath the sunrise. Show me where your love lies. Hey. Hey, my boy. Can I taste tequila? singing a bunch of hits and incorporating some songs of some of the other performers that were going to be on, on the show later. Madonna was one of them, Paul Abdul, uh, Mariah Carey. So she did a great medley and, and got a lot of kudos for that online for all that work. A couple other great performers, Ciara like doing a, I don't know if it was a new song, but she was out there doing some stuff. Yeah, she's always been a great performer. I always compare her to Usher. Yeah, that's a good point there. I think people forget how good Ciara is as an artist and, and performer. You know, you tend to be quick to think about her drama, but personal right. drama. But <laughs> as a singer, she's pretty good. And as an artist overall, good stuff right there. Madonna performing a song that she did with Maluma, Latin artist, Medellin. Have you heard the song? Uh, yeah, I think it's called Madam 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 Max. Right? She's trying to. She's being experimental, you know, trying to trying to figure out what's going on, you know, with the with the with the kids, trying to remind everybody that she is Madonna. <laughs> I don't know. That is Madonna. She kind of <laughs> lost me after a few years ago. Even though she was still pumping out some good albums, um, I was I was kind of I kind of had enough at one point. And I haven't really been following her as I usually do. I do not like the song Medellin. I I find okay. it saccharine and uh, a, a bit forced. It's oh, okay, uh, interesting. It's, I, I feel like I feel similarly the same way about uh, Calma, the remix that Alicia Keys kind of inserted herself into. Uh, the mm -hmm. song was a hit without her. I don't think it needed to add. I don't. I don't think I need to hear you trying to sing Spanish. Get another Latin artist to do it. But uh, that's neither here nor there. We might talk about that on another show. But I, I don't. I don't like the single. I. I don't know. I think Madonna could do better, in my opinion. And Maluma feels like he was just there for the show. I don't know. Uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I hear you. Big time, Mariah Carey winning the Icon Award. Uh, I love me some Mariah Carey. That woman is. Uh, if you look up Diva in the dictionary, that's her picture will come yeah. up. Yeah. She ages beautifully. <laughs> she does. And, and, you know, uh, she's always fun and in her own special way. Still a pretty good performer. She really got a lot of kudos for doing some, getting back to that performance standard that she has. I mean, first of all, her songs are not easy to do. Well, I don't know if you noticed, but one of my pet peeves with Mariah Carey is that she she just stands stays put stand still in that same spot 
She'll go do what she does vocally. She does her, you know, customary hand movements to go along with her vocals. But she's always, you know, and I don't know if it's because of the clothes she wears or she doesn't want to walk around the stage in heels. Um, but she's always known to to just kind of stay in place, look beautiful, sing beautifully, and just focus on the vocal performance. Um, I miss the, the days when Mary Carey would, you know, would dance and perform and do choreography and, um, you know, and that, you know, when I was the, during the puffy you know the diddy days when she was working with diddy um but i miss those days but you know i guess it, it takes getting used to i agree i, I like i like that that mariah carey that i want to work with hip-hop people mariah carey and doing all those all <laughs> yeah, those fun exactly, collaborations yeah. and and that happy-go-lucky style that she had it's almost like she went almost full circle remember when she first started she had the ridiculous stage fright and wouldn't even move on stage yeah 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 that's right that was our first album I think I think what broke her in was her album Daydream. I think that's when she started collaborating with with Diddy and a couple of R and B artists, um, and she kind of just really opened up and she became fun, fun to watch, and she's still still beautiful and and sexy, and her videos were great. I think you know once she she got past that, I think once Butterfly, her last to me her last good album was Butterfly. After that. You know, she kind of just, uh, you know, she had some mishaps with, with some uh, vocal performances in public. Um, and, you know, ever since then, she's been, I think, more careful about her performances. And that's probably why she doesn't do as much. Careful is, is an excellent word to describe it. And I think she had to kind of work her way back to gain the trust of the public. You know, having some of those public yeah. performances that were kind of so-so... A lot of people were like, was she drinking? What was happening here? Mm -hmm. And she had to kind of work her way back into, you know, respectability, so to speak. Right, And right. she felt that she can only do that. I'm, I'm speculating here. Uh, she can only give those kinds of vocal performances and do what she can do if she just stands still, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but nonetheless, I, I think the award is, uh, is, is, uh, is, uh, is due. Oh, I totally agree. All the songs that she sang, she wrote. Uh, yeah, for, exactly. For yeah, the yeah. performance that she did, and she has a lot of hit records, a lot of hit good records. stuff. And, and I just want to point out that the, one of the songs that she sang was from her latest album, "A No No," which I like. It's a it's a good song. It's very R and B ish. Kind of gave me some flashbacks to those good old school R and B days from I would say late nineties, early two thousands. It's a good song. Uh, might not yeah. fit today's age so well, but still very good. She sang one of that song, of course. Um, she sang one of my all-time favorites at the Billboard Music Awards, Always Be My Baby. Oh, one of my favorites, too. Love that. Yeah. Emotions. Love that track. Yeah, we Belong yeah. Together, a great hit, uh, which I believe Jermaine Dupri produced. Yeah, very R&B. And Hero. Yeah. Who, who doesn't like Hero? I mean, every <laughs> kid in the, in the 90s during graduation sang that song, including myself. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. It's it's I believe I can fly and hero. That those were the ones that you sang at graduation. Yeah. So uh, yeah. great medley there. Uh, do not want to forget Paula Abdul's medley at the Billboard Music Awards. Super cool. Yeah, uh, miss I'm missing Paula Abdul. I'm, she had to come back to American Idol. She should. She should. She was <laughs> such a sweetheart. She couldn't say no to anybody. I mean, even the people that suck. <laughs> Uh, she was yeah. like, you know, at least she tried. I mean, it was great. Uh, <laughs> she was the perfect kind of anti oh, Simon uh, Cowell. She was like anti Cowell. It just <laughs> it worked so well, uh, you know. And, and she sang some good stuff. Uh, 
real quick, I do not want to forget uh, BTS and Halsey did a, a their performance, Boy With Love. Halsey kind of joined in on that song to to yeah. add to that song. And uh, BTS killing it right now. Yeah, yeah, but I was surprised to see on Facebook some people was like, who is this Asian group? Who are these guys? I never heard of them before. Why Why is everyone going wild for them? It's like, well, you need to listen to our podcast. We speak plenty about them, so you want to make sure that you're in the know. Uh, don't want to forget, quick note on the Latin awards that we're giving out, giving out during the regular Billboard Award. Te Bote was the top Latin song. If you've been at any club with Latin people in it, they probably... Te Bote, Te Bote. My wife hates that song. Uh, well, if 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 you come home and, and she's playing it, uh, pack your bags. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. But uh, that is very true. Good advice. Good advice. But it was a, it was a good it was a good song. It was uh, the anthem for for all the ladies out there hanging out the club, and of course Osuna, who had a monster year, won top Latin artist and won a gazillion awards during the 2019 yeah. Latin Billboard. Well deserved. Well deserved. He's like the Drake right now of of Latin. Uh, Hip hop music. He is featured on everyone. Excellent record. comparison. I I believe that Osuna and Bad Bunny right now are yeah. Bad Bunny's another one. Yeah. Anything they touch is pretty much gold, and it reminds me a lot of of some of the uh, reggaeton artists that were super popular, uh, like we sing in Yandel and Daddy Yankee. Yankee. I mean, these guys were on every single record at, at one point, and it was it was hot. Osuna is hot right now. Uh, he is, he's yeah. he's you know who he reminds me a little bit of? Uh, Nate Dog. Nate, okay. any yeah, time yeah. Nate Dog had a hook, it was a hit. And Osuna does that That's so it, well. Man. I don't know if he writes any of that stuff, but his hooks are infectious. I mean, anything he touches yeah. right now is gold. So uh, shout outs to Osuna, of course, for, for all that great work. And just a Overall, you know, the Billboard Music Awards is is a place where folks who have done well in terms mm-hmm. of selling records and being played on radio, etc., get rewarded for for their work. And I I do like that they have that, you know, because it's yeah. like you said, there's no way to cheat the audience. Yeah, exactly. And it's always Billboard Music Awards always has a good mix, in my opinion, just a real good mix of infusing Latin to R and B and pop and dance. And, uh, and gospel and, and country music. So y- when you sit down and watch that show, you gotta, you kind of get a piece of everything. So and I really appreciate and, and you know watching those performances and seeing those awards being given out. Yeah, and then be, be good stuff. Good stuff indeed. I hope you enjoyed our cliff notes. I do not want to wrap up this podcast without mentioning Cardi B, who had a monster year, won a couple of awards herself, and was involved in the one of the songs that won which was uh, maroon five girls like you she accepted the award she accepted right. the award on their <laughs> behalf and then was very funny about it well maroon five ain't here but i am i remember when maroon five hit me up to do this song i was like bro i'm five months pregnant i can't even breathe but this record to me was so amazing. I was like, oh, oh, this is going to be a hit. And now I send this song to my daughter because she's the girl that I need. Thank you, Maroon 5, for this amazing record, Broke Records. Ah! <laughs> What's good? What's really good? You heard? 
Shout out to Cardi B. Uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be really hard to top off that kind of debut. Some folks don't recover from that. So at the pressure is on. And, and I don't think the month goes by where she's not doing something musically or something viral. Have you seen her latest uh, a viral video that she put out? No. Well, you probably haven't. You got to check it out. It's I'm, crazy. I'm, I'm sure my wife has. She sends me the links. I'm like, why are you? It is bananas. You, you were like, what? She's she's authentic. And I think that that's what makes, makes her so unique and special. And uh, no matter what people yeah. say in terms of, well, you should be like this or you should be like that. I think that if Cardi B was a male performer, we wouldn't be having those conversations. So uh, kudos to her. Very true. Very true. But like you said, I, I still think the pressure is on. You know, we she has to come big for her follow-up album or her follow-up single because she released a great album. She's been doing, she's very strategic on her features and who she, who she you know, what record she's been featured on. And, and thankfully, they've been huge hits. Um, but now, you know, if, the industry is waiting to see another Cardi B single, another Cardi B album, and we'll we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, I, I think twice. she definitely has what it takes to do that. I don't think she's going to become like Hootie and the Blowfish, you know, and kind of disappear. Hey, hey, I love Hootie <laughs> and the Blowfish. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I love me some Darius Rucker. But, you know, that album was so big and so huge. Crack, what is it? Crack, you remember? Yeah, Crack, crack Real View Mirror. Yeah. It was so hard to repeat that. And sometimes, well, true. The, yeah. I mean, that is that's almost like a Lauren Hill miseducation of Lauren Hill, right? Yeah, those, those are, so classic albums. But again, I think we both have confidence in Cardi B that she'll be able to either do something different or just continue on the path that she is. She's a, a I want to see her win for yeah. sure. Well, folks, thank you for hanging out for our Billboard Music Awards Cliff Notes again. Check out the show notes on the website, www.musicallyspeakingpodcast.com. We'll have links on there so you can read all the winners. We'll, we'll I'll probably have some links to some of the performances because I know that Billboard likes to post those. Please subscribe, share, let everybody know that you're checking us out, man. Review, rate, rate us five stars. We'll catch you on the next oh, one. Oh, man. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Musically Speaking with your hosts, Lewis and Pedro. Be sure to visit musicallyspeakingpodcast.com for show notes, past episodes, and our blog. Please subscribe, like, or share with a friend.